When you start investing in stocks, you seek investment advice. When you seek investment advice, you go to the Internet. When you go to the Internet, you start believing all the wacky correlations spouted by armchair analysts. Sell, 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 sell. When you start believing those wacky correlations, you start buying and selling stocks based on butter production in Bangladesh. When you start buying and selling stocks based on butter production in Bangladesh, you offend your lactose intolerant girlfriend, who in turn moves out. When your girlfriend moves out, you can't afford rent on your own because all your money is tied up in the stock market. When you can't afford rent on your own, you become homeless and alone. Thank you. Don't become homeless and alone. Get rid of financial advice from armchair analysts and upgrade to Money Talks. This is Money Talks. We're back. You're listening to Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon here with Shauna Theriault and Melanie Wells. And uh, let's get back to our financial duties, uh, informing the general populace of uh, how to how to run your investments. So this week, Shauna and Melanie, we wanted to talk about uh, circumstances of Brandon and Courtney. And of course, we always uh, change the names of of the folks, quite often these are things that we've run across, oh, uh, specific stories uh, or some variants thereof. From the many uh, of you may be in right now. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we've got there these folks, Brandon and Courtney, are mostly do-it-yourself planners. Uh, they've had years uh, where they took some financial advice from their accountant. They've gotten advice from their 401k plan uh, sponsors. Um and they're now about 10 years from retirement. Uh, Brandon is 57, Courtney 59. They want to seek professional advice, but don't know how much work uh, they have ahead of them. Uh, they think they have enough for retirement, but they're not real sure, and they want to know how to make their next step. So that sounds to me like something that a couple of financial planners like you two could probably <laughs> help out with a little bit, maybe. No, it's a great question. We get it yeah. all the time. You know, sure. you've 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 gone with the advice of your 401k provider. You've done your own investing. How do you know you have enough? What should your allocation be? That's the biggest thing. Um, you know, going into retirement, you know, there's always that rule. If I'm 60, I should have 60% in bonds. You know, so there's right. You know, when they look at specific allocations based on their age. Um, yeah, I'll tell you, I just absolutely hate those rules of thumb. Right. I use that as an example all the time because it's almost never right. Right. Yeah, I mean, think about it. If you're going to have some sort of a, uh, a retirement uh, income, uh, is there really a need to have so much socked away in fixed income? Well, especially look where it's earning today. Right. I mean, you'd yeah, be hurting if you were following nothing. those rules of thumb. Right. right? Yeah, 60% of your right. income making, what do we say, the 10-year treasuries at 3%. Right. Uh, inflation's at 2.9, now 2.6. Yeah, uh, no, it, it makes absolutely no sense. So, anyway, um, the allocation piece is is very important. You, you need to look at what you you're going to spend. Okay, you spend cash, cash right. flow. So you look at what are your sources of income when you retire. You have Social Security. Do you have pension? And the difference of that of what you spend has to come from somewhere. And so the way that we look at it, and it's our tried and true ten year rule. Uh, any money that we project that you need to come out of the portfolio in the next 10 years, we have set aside in fixed income. So, right. So you have it to spend. If the market fluctuates, the market goes down, et cetera. So I'll give you an example, and this is just simplistic, but let's say you spend $50,000 a year and your Social Security is going to be twenty-five. 
Okay. So that means you have $25,000 that needs to come from somewhere, either your retirement account, your brokerage account from somewhere. And so ladder that out 10 years, it's about $250,000. Now it's not exactly like that because there's other things that come into consideration, but that would be the driver of your allocation. Well, and then think about that. Some of the other things that we consider, I mean, we just talked about inflation here. Right. So we think about taxation. We think about inflation. Uh, When you take your money out of your IRA, Every single dime of it is taxed. Right. And if you take out more, guess what? You can be in in, uh, uh, peril of raising your tax rate. So you have to be very careful about things like that. Uh, At the same time, inflation, like I said, you know, 2.9% per year. Uh, We usually expect a, a much higher inflation just to get a conservative number, right? Right. And uh, what you what you uh, have to stop and think about is it's not just twenty five thousand dollars a year. No. You're but quite often the money that you're getting from retirement it it may be um, adjusted for inflation but quite often it's not. Right. So you know the Social Security may bump up a little bit each year but then the Medicare taxes go up. I mean the Medicare costs go up too so you may get a decrease even though there's an increase. It depends on your other income. And to another point that you said, Troy, you know, many individuals, they have all this money. They've deferred, 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 which is a good thing to do. I'm not saying sure. it's not. But then all of a sudden at 70 and a half, you have to start taking this money out. Forcibly. Forcibly. Yeah. And there are so many individuals that actually have more taxable income in retirement than they did when they worked. Right. Because Literally, because it's grown so much and and they start pulling it out. So now you have that plus Social Security plus potentially other income, such as portfolio income in your brokerage accounts. And all of a sudden you're looking at, well, my income is the same or maybe higher than it was your taxable income than when I worked. Yeah, so, I mean, in the... Which is a good problem to have, don't get me wrong. In the case of Brandon and Courtney, I mean, they tell you that the 401k has been, uh, you know, without telling you specifically, they've talked to their 401k providers, so you would assume that's probably the biggest... Uh, savings that they have. Uh, what about diversifying your retirement savings so maybe you don't have to be forced into that at 70 and a half? Sure. Is, is there any time that you encourage people? I mean, you know, saving to a 401k is an awesome thing. You can do it, uh, you know, pre-tax. Right. So you get a bigger a bigger benefit early on. But in the future, as you just pointed out, it mm-hmm. could be a situation that forces you into a, a higher uh, income tax bracket later in life. Right. Because at 70 and a half, you have no choice. You have a required minimum distribution, heavy emphasis on that required. The IRS insists that you take a certain portion out. This or you're is how not they penalized. Get... 50% penalty if you don't. Right. And and this is the, this is, uh, uh, the way that uh, they get theirs back. They let you save without paying tax, but at the end of the game, somebody's going to pay the tax. Sure, and they they do. Many employers or plans have Roth 401ks, but you don't get a tax deduction now, so your taxes, you know, would be higher. You know, you can always, you can run projections and look at it. It depends on a lot of factors. Do you have heirs? Do you have, you know, looking at a lot of factors and what your goals are, your personal goals, whether to save into which bucket. Right. If you will. So, so there, you it, could always it hedge be, and split it between the two. It can be a whole lot more complicated than just saying, yep, you're doing a great job. Keep saving. Uh, there could be reasons that you might want to change the vehicle through which you are saving, right? Absolutely. Well, we've been going over a situation uh, about 
retirement and where to find advice and what kind of advice you might be looking for specifically. Before we get back into that, let me give you a way to get in touch with us. If you have your own financial questions, you can reach us uh, for our advice at 770-429-9166. You call that number, you can talk to a human being. If you uh, are like a financial analyst like I am, an accountant, whatever, uh, you might not like to talk to people too much. What do you think? <laughs> no, maybe. Uh, you could call our You're question hotline. You're fairly personable. Yeah, well, don't tell anybody. <laughs> uh, you can call our question hotline at 1-855-429-9166 and uh, leave your message, including your question. We will play it on the air and answer it right behind. Uh, if you prefer the electronic version, you can email us at drgene at hensler.com. That's D-R-G-E-N-E at H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R.com. And you can also find answers to your questions specifically, if you wish, on our website, hensler.com, spelled the same way, H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R. If you can't find us in any of those ways, we're all over social media. We think we even have an Instagram page. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, we do. I follow them. There's an Instagram page. Follow us. us. Yeah. LinkedIn. Uh, Facebook. Do we post fun stuff? We do. Yeah, we do. Even I've been on there. So if you ever wanted to look at, you have to teach me how to use it, Troy. If you ever want to download a picture that will scare all the rats out of your soup, (laughs) you can uh, go on there and get my picture. How about that? My word. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, Sean and Melanie, when we last left, we were talking about the situation where uh, a couple, Brandon and uh, Courtney, were kind of do-it-yourself planners, but they've gotten to a spot where they have more questions than they think their 401k uh, provider can answer or their accountant. So uh, we were covering a few of those details. Sure. And There's a few things that we wanted to touch well, before we leave it, right? Absolutely. Thinking about when you're retiring, things that are not considered or thought of is health care costs. They have changed dramatically. So the right. health plans have changed dramatically. So if you're in that window, let's say you retire before age 65, there's some times where you could get on COBRA with your office and stay on a plan and a health care plan. That's expensive too, right? It is, but it's cheaper typically than individual policy. Right. Okay. Through if the you exchange. can even get covered. Exactly. Through the exchange, you know, there's very limited. Now, I know there's more companies coming out this year, which is good. Blue Cross Blue Shield is actually coming back in, I believe. Um, so at any rate, you know, if you look at what the costs are before Medicare age, they're huge. So you have to factor that into your plan as well and think about that. Um, you know, there's also other strategies that you can take advantage of that are a positive for retiring, uh, before you get social security, for example. So let's say you have money saved up in your brokerage account to live off of. So you don't even have an income stream. You don't have Social Security yet, so you can live off the money in your brokerage account. You can look at converting some to a Roth from your IRA and getting some of that money out of there almost tax-free so that your required minimum distributions at age 70 are lower. Right. So there's tax strategies and planning strategies from when you retire to when Medicare and Social Security start. Right. So those are things that you'd want to talk to a financial advisor such as Hensler about um, there's a lot of opportunities there that get missed that after your income goes up and, and starts going that you've missed things you could have done in the past. Sure, and that's a great point if uh, <laughs> that you made concerning um, uh, ways to get your, your taxable income down before you're 70 and a half. Right. It says you have to wait until you're forced to take your distribution, and if you can take a little bit here and there and still stay in the same tax bracket, 
uh, to keep yourself from being forced uh, to take it with a required minimum distribution at age 70 and a half, uh, it really does make a lot of sense to, to dive on in there. And Melanie, I got to tell you, <laughs> you uh, you really are talkative today. Well, You're I was going to add too. You know, we know what the taxes are now, and right. we don't necessarily know what oh, they're going to be in the future either. So, kind of taking that planning opportunity to take some out of the IRAs, control the tax on it, and then. You know, we just don't know what's going to happen in the future. Right. Yeah. What we had this year, 2018, was a reduction in taxes. And as an old cynic, I would have to believe that uh, it goes yeah, up. it goes up from here, right? If you get a, a different administration, one that's not uh, quite so uh, kind to uh, businesses, the businesses individuals. even individuals, I mean, when it comes to tax, there are different philosophies in, in uh, governance. And some of them say, you know, you'd... I, we had this debate before uh, before the tax reform passed. Um, a reduction in taxes was going to swamp us because we wouldn't have enough money to to uh, service our debt. Hmm. Go figure that. Maybe we should <laughs> reduce our debt and uh, figure out a way to service it in that way. But you're absolutely right, Shawna. You said that we haven't imploded, and I I think we'll probably be okay. In the, oh, yeah. No, it's it's exciting stuff. But in the meantime, we are going to take a break and pay a few bills. You're listening to Money Talk. Stick around. We'll be right back. There is a house in New Orleans. They call the rising sun. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products. 